Squats and Margaritas. It's the gorgeous Ashley Peterson. She's the founder of Elizabella Cosmetics. She's the wife of NFL running back Adrian Peterson, mom of two boys. She's running a brand. She's in amazing shape and she always looks 100. And I need to know how she does that. I also want to talk about what it was like for her to step into the spotlight when she's used to her husband being in the spotlight and supporting him, how that transition has been, how she even makes time for her husband, because I'm definitely struggling with that right now. Here is my episode with Ashley Peterson. Hi. Hi. (laughs) We're both in our husband's office. (laughs) You know what? It's crazy too. So we just moved. I have boxes everywhere around me. Okay. And I just started packing stuff. (laughs) Same. Oh my, we moved a month ago to Atlanta. Where did you move? Oh, we're still in Houston, but we moved out to the suburbs. I see. And is your husband still playing in Detroit? No, no, he's a free agent. So he's trying to figure out, you know, what he wants to do this year. We'll see what happens. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm right now just like whatever, taking things one day at a time. And you know, trusting in God's plan. I feel like that's all we can really do is, you know, put it out there and let God take care of the rest, honey. Yeah. And you're doing your thing. That's what I want to talk about too. Like, first of all, squats and margaritas is all about finding the balance. I started it because I feel like I'm drowning every day. I see, love your hair, by the way. Thank you. I just got a yesterday. So I'm like, <laughs> I see you looking like this all the time with two Oh, girl, this two is boys. not all the time. This was just done. Okay. <laughs> you just always are put together. I don't, it's so funny that I'm like, it's like, like nice to meet you because I feel like I know you from Instagram. And we were at the same event. I think it was right when your husband signed in Washington. Monique had her not for lazy mom. She was super pregnant. Yeah. And I saw you, but like, I didn't introduce myself and we, I didn't really have my platform going at that time. And then I feel like we connected on Instagram. So I didn't even talk to you that night, but it's like, you walk in, you're all put together. You have two kids, you launch your own brand. You're in amazing shape and you seem like you're just handling it. And so I bring on moms like you to just talk about how you balance all the things and still look great. You still make fitness a priority. How do I do that? (laughs) Oh, girl. Listen, I am trying to learn myself along the way. It is all a learning process. I'm not kidding. Like literally like one day at a time, I literally am just like, okay, this is what we have to do this week. This is what we have to do today. And I just try to, you know, I'm really big on planning. So I have my planner and I try to keep it together, girl. And honestly, I do what I can. I feel like that's all we can really do, right? All we can do is what we can do, honey. Like yeah. I still have to go get nails done, go pick stuff for game day snacks tomorrow, go get my kids. We got a pep rally tonight. I have a million things to do still. Yeah. But it's like, hey, you got to get up and you have to show up. Even if you don't want to, you have to get up and you have to show up, right? Do you like when you say you're like, you're organized and you plan ahead, do you like time block your day? Like nine to 10, I'm going to be here. Okay. (laughs) Cause I'm not there yet. And Uh I feel like I might need to be because I start doing something and then I'll see a mess or something. Then I'm over there and I start on that. And then it's like all I'm always complaining. And now my kids are going to school and then they're back from school. And I had like a mom life coach on the other day. And she's like, what are you doing all day? And when she like put it like that, I was like, well, I'm like, I, I had nothing. I was like, I'm doing yeah. like a little bit of everything. And she's like, so there's like, 
six hours during the day and you can't even tell me what you're doing. And I'm like, there's cause I start doing things. I'll start to like plan for my show or something. And my three-year-old comes in or I'll start like, he is the source of most of my stress, <laughs> cutest thing you've ever seen, but a handful. And I can't balance it. Like, and then I feel the guilt of, which I'm sure you get too. like, you don't have to work. Like your husband played in the NFL and, but I do need this. Like, this is for me. And I, I may not have to work, but I kind of do need to work. And I can't imagine like waking up and not having this platform or having something to put out creatively for me. Do you feel that way as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone, first of all, everyone assumes your life. Don't look at my life and assume anything. You don't know me. You don't know anything. You know, little snippets of what I put out when I decide to get my face done and my hair (laughs) done, you know, like you don't know anything else other than that. And so that's super important, like to realize everyone has their things going on, you know, Every mom, I feel like deals, whether they work, whether they don't work, they deal with some kind of mom guilt, you know, because we all, I feel like any good mother feels like, okay, you know, I could be doing this better. I could be doing that better, you know? And honestly, if you don't like, let me know, sis, where where you at (laughs) and, and what you got going on, because I feel like you can always do something better. You know, you can always perfect something a little bit more. And honestly, just one day at a time, just do like, okay, this is what I have for today. Sometimes I'm so overwhelmed that I will literally sit and do anything. I will sit and take a breath and be like, okay, girl, what are you doing with your life right now? (laughs) What is going on? And where do we begin? You know, I wish I could do that. I can't do that. I have like, I've actually make it a priority to do that. I can't like, I'll lose my, I'm in therapy for this. Like I'm hyper vigilant apparently. And I just, I just did something when you said you're going to be a couple minutes late. I got up and I put my wash. I was like, Oh, I can switch the watch. I always have to be doing something. And it Mm -hmm. makes me like crazy. I was like that. I was like that. Like I'm telling you when you learn that you don't have to be like that, it's a game changer. When you learn that it's okay to give yourself permission to sit there and not do anything and not feel bad about it, that's a game changer. How did you learn that? I'm not there. I got tired. I was tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> like I was burnt out. Yes. I was unhappy. I was not really accomplishing anything because I was spinning on a wheel. Yes. And what's the point? You are you are overworking yourself. You're overthinking things. And ultimately you're not getting done what you need to get done because you don't even have a plan. You don't, you're just going, <laughs> so, you know? Yeah. I'm coming yeah. up short everywhere. Like I everywhere. do this podcast for a radio station and I feel like I don't want to let them down. So I got to get them like fire content. And then I've got my son who literally will stand at this door and I'll like have that moment. Like, what am I doing? Like I'm doing a podcast or like I'm on, I'm doing an Instagram post when he's three years old and wants to be with me. And then I beat myself up about that. I have the guilt of, I see a lot of my friends who are not in the same situation where they go to work, then they come home and do all the mom things. And so then I'll be like, what do they think about me? Like, I'm just doing my little Instagram show. And, and not that they're saying that I, I would never say that about someone else, but I always like think, Like people are like, what do you do all day? So I've figured out that I validate myself with my stupid little notebook of all the things that I crossed off. Like 
I got the dishes and I did this and I vacuumed and picked up the kids. And it's like, look at all my things. And yeah. that's how I feel like I contributed. Like I, cause I, I'm a stay at home mom. Right. So it's the you pressure I put on myself. Super key there. Like it's how you validate yourself. I know. And I so admit that's it. How you look at yourself. That's how you're viewing yourself. No one else is viewing you like this. You're viewing yourself like this. Yeah. And that is something that you're putting on yourself. And that was something that I had to learn. Like, even if I don't do another thing in life, I am still enough. Even if I don't do, baby, if I don't make another dollar in life, <laughs> I'm still amazing. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm still doing it out here, being a mom, doing the very best I can as a mom, doing the very best I can as a woman. And that is enough. Yeah. And whoever doesn't like it. Okay. All mm. right. I love that. But I wish I could have some of that. <laughs> no, it, it definitely is something like, cause I'm like that too. Like just going, going, going. And I was just so tired. Ooh, I was tired. I'm here. You know? I'm there. That's what I'm doing. That's where I'm at. Like yeah. I talk to people that seem to have it more together and you're already like helping me with this. Like I would never think that about you. Like you're like an NFL wife. Like you don't like all the things that I worry that people are saying about me. I wouldn't think that about someone else. I think it's more like, I'm just like completely honest. I, I feel like financially, like my husband provides this life for us. And if I don't bring it elsewhere and like do my contribute, my contribution is basically everything else. And I try to do that and I'm like drowning and yeah. I'm like trying to get the kids and all these things because I don't work. And I almost feel like he's, always talks about his mom, like how she worked and there was always dinner on the table. And this, this woman like, had to do those things. She didn't want to. Let's be very clear, honey. She didn't want to. True. She did not want to be at the laundry mat. I guarantee you, if we ask her, she did not want to do that. <laughs> Mama Tina's coming on next episode. <laughs> like, you know, she really want to do Right. Honey, but Mama did not that. have to cook every single day. She did not want to have to clean up after you all. Even yeah. now, honey, baby, we are teaching my children so you're going to make your bed. You're going to clean the table. You're going to sweep the floor. You're going to wash. Well, they don't do dishes yet, but they about to get there. Okay. <laughs> like how old are they? So my oldest is 10. My okay. youngest is five. So the five-year-old has, you know, of course, less responsibility, but my oldest being 10, I feel like, okay, you're double digits. You, you got the nerve to ask for all this stuff, honey. Yeah. Okay. What is your contribution? You need to get a job. <laughs> you know, like mommy will give you the world as long as you are taking care of what you need to do. So, okay. He gets his good grades. He's in sports, does amazing, great kid, yeah. but you also need to learn responsibility. You need to also learn that it's not just the woman's job to take care of this house. Everybody lives here and I'm not about to be cleaning up after everybody. I refuse. I will sit there and look at it and tell you to come get it. I'm not about to do it. <laughs> How do you, I, and we've been together for 16 years and I have not found my voice in that yet. Like I, it, and then that's what happens. I don't say anything until I do. And it all will come out on him. He's like, you are psycho. Like, but I have not said something for so many days. And then he does something trivial. And I'm like, are you, I, I lose it. And I start telling him all the things that I did. There's just this like tension mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm coming up short. And then you know how, like they say, like, like something says something random crazy to you on Instagram and you don't feel that way about yourself at all. And you're like, girl, bye. But if somebody says something that hits something that you kind of feel about yourself. Yeah. So I, it's because when he says something about like his mom did this or something and, or like his mom was always with him or something. And I'm not with the kids. 
it hurts me because I feel I worry about that. Like I'm always like my son's so young, like he's three. Should I be doing this when he's three? If I don't really need to be okay. Kids need to be away from their mom sometimes. Like society puts so much pressure on women. Not only are we meant to keep the entire house cook, clean, wash, rear the kids. Now we're trying to work and bring in money too. Okay. So what do you want me to do? Okay. Because (laughs) you're now not the only one working Yeah, You may be the main financial contributor, but you're not the only one trying to do something with your life. Yeah. And so if that means that you need to hire help to get what you need for your mind, honey, then do that. Okay. I am not about to do it. I'm not about to bend over backwards and break my back cleaning up after everybody. If the house is dirty and it's and nobody else is wanting to do anything, then, okay, y'all going to look at this for a little while because, <laughs> but it drives not, me nuts. They don't even care about messes. Like I, Oh, I know I, that's what, that's what the funniest <laughs> part is. Nobody else cares. They don't like, care. Nobody else. They're like, good. Don't clean it. We don't care. Right. And I'm like, no, <laughs> so I, am not I, will, doing it. I will call my kids, even like my five-year-old now I'll say, no, come get your trash and come pick it up. Like, no, don't just leave this here expecting yeah. someone else to get this up. You know, of course it's much harder with husbands you know, they are who they are at that point. That's why I personally am trying to raise my boys differently because I don't even have girls, you know? So it's me and my boys and I want them to know, like, you have a maid. Your wife is not your maid. Like you are more than capable of cleaning up after yourself. Make your own bed. Do do the things that you know you need to do. Be responsible because it's no one else's responsibility to take care of you. I love it. I think too, when I wasn't doing this, like I did all those things. Like I did the house. I still do all the things, but now I complain that I don't have any time. And I feel like he's like, then don't do this. Like, how was it when you were like, I'm going to start my own company. How was that received? Like, did it end up like more on him or no, honestly, um, because we've, so in Houston, when we're in Houston, we have a housekeeper and that is something that we, my husband agreed to. Actually, she started as a nanny when I had my second son. And it started as when my my youngest Axel was probably a couple, a few months, you know, it was like, okay, I need some help, you know? And so we brought on as a nanny and it was just the, and I think my husband, my husband even realized how much better life was with help, you know? And he got on board, honey, and she never left. She's still (laughs) with us. So, you know, I have help and that is a game changer. Like you cannot do everything by yourself. You cannot, it is literally impossible. And if you try, you're going to burn yourself out. I have. Then you're no good to anyone. I'm not. That's where I'm at now. I'm just mean. Like I'm just short with everyone. And I, it's, I can't even believe I'm going to say this because it's like, just get the help. Cause he told me, he's like, if you need help, but it's me thinking like, no, all my friends that go to work and handle all the things, nobody has help. And I'm at home and I need, I'm going to have a nanny now. Like I, I can't get out of my own head on how does everybody else do everything? And I can't like, I can't 
balance it all. I can't, and they go to work and they come home and take care of their kids and they don't have a nanny. And it's the noise in my head about that. They, even if he's like, go and get help. I worry about him. Like my mom didn't have help. Like I, it's, it's me. <laughs> None of that is your business, honey. None of that. Yeah. Okay. It's I not know. your business, what anyone else has. And that's something that you, that's your issue that you're going to have in your head. And that's something that I have to as well like okay well I have someone else and then the guilt of oh my yes. god someone else you know taking care of my son is he still gonna love me as much as he's yeah. still gonna maybe he is fine okay yeah. he is amazing he's smart he's well-rounded he's a little spoiled but <laughs> that like he is fine you yeah. know and I feel like as a mother that gives you what you need to not go crazy You know, because if you're not happy, I literally just said this. If you are not happy and and your tank is empty, you don't even have anything for anyone else. No. So what are you doing? And the thing is, I don't fill my tank. There's nothing that I used to do for me that I do anymore. And most of it is just because in this exact stage of life where we just moved, there's boxes all around me and I keep finding little things that I need to do. And I don't just go get my nails done, go get a massage. I don't even... Like I used to, even if I went out to dinner with friends, I would leave like an hour early so I could just have my hour on the couch, like glass of wine, watch my shows. That was like my me time with nobody around me. I don't even do that anymore. I'm tired. I just go to bed. So I'm either working or with my kids and always like on a schedule, like when I have to pick up kids, there's no time where I can just like zone out and come back and put, pour anything into my cup so that I'll have anything left for anybody else. And there are like answers to this, like get help. And yeah. I am just like, but then how am I going to feel at the end of the day? Like I didn't do anything. I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like everyone else is doing it and I need to just like make it work and that just keep not true. That is not true. <laughs> They're just you not saying I it. it. I you know? <laughs> and that is not true. Okay. Like, okay. why don't no. moms say that? Why don't moms just be like, I want this to be like moms making other moms feel like you are not alone. And you have just done that. And I very much appreciate that. Like, I wish it was just like a safe space and moms could like be like help out other moms and not like, maybe everybody does has help and no one says it like you just did. Like everybody's like, Oh, I don't know. I'm handling everything. And I always look great and I'm fit. And how do you have time? Like they're all lying. No one, (laughs) no one can do it all. Like, no, there are, I'm not gonna lie. I have met some moms like, I, that real life are like, you know, they, these kind of moms, you know, yes. but there's something else lacking somewhere. There's all the tanks can't be full. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the lack is either yourself or the house or your marriage or your job, or you cannot be at a hundred percent on all things all the time. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. It's impossible. And some women are wired different. I was just talking to one of my friends yesterday. She has four boys and, but she, she doesn't work either. So she gives everything to her family, her boys, like in everything, they do everything, you know, she does everything, but she also doesn't work, you know? And then she's also like super tired, never does anything for herself, you know? There are trade-offs everywhere. There you are, know, there are yeah. trade-offs everywhere. Although she is killing it in the mom and, you know, I don't know, probably wife realm doing all the things, you know, there is a, there is a trade-off there. Mm-hmm. I decided I was no longer going to trade myself for these things. I just wasn't going to do it anymore. You know, why? 
why, you know, um, what am I trying to prove to myself right. and others? You right. know? No one is holding me to the standard except myself. Like, why, why do I? Yeah. And then I was thinking too, with your friend, like maybe she doesn't feel, and maybe she does feel fulfilled. I feel guilty that I don't feel fulfilled as just a stay at home mom, because that's what I told my husband. I feel like that's another point of contention. He's like, Oh, you, you have a brand now you're doing like, you're doing a show now. And this fell onto my plate. Like I was just going live on Instagram with other moms and a radio station program director called me. and was like, we want to produce this as a podcast. And I'm not going to be like, could you get back to me in like three to five years when my kids are a little older, I took it. And yeah. I, and in my mind, I'm like, if I take it, I have to make it work with everything. And this fulfills me when I get a message from someone that's like, I read your book and you're the first person that I've told that I was bulimic. Cause I talk about all my eating disorders. I feel a purpose, even like as stupid as it sounds like putting out a blog post or something. Like as soon as I put something out, it's like a rush. Like I need something for me. So many women lose that. So congratulations yeah. to you for mm. saying, you know what? I need this and I'm going to take this for me because so many women don't do that. Wow. And that's a huge issue. It causes mental health issues. Yeah. It causes, you know, lack of fulfillment. And then you begin to honestly take it out on those around. resentment. Yep. Mm-hmm. You resent that you don't have those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I, I want <laughs> this whole thing. I want to talk to you about your brand and like building a brand and it went left, but I, in the best way, um, while I still have you, when you're saying like, um, balancing all the things and like, I can't even delegate nannying, like get my childcare when it comes to my brand. I want to talk to you about when you build something that's yours, it is very hard for me to delegate. And that's another thing why I have so much on my plate. Cause I do literally everything. I'm like my publicist. So I'm like, responding back. If I do press, I'm sending my bio and my talking points for me while researching you, a guest that's coming up while like doing my content, everything. And it's because I can't delegate because I feel like if I did, I'd be like, what are you doing over there? And I, I how did you, how do you like build a team that you trust and delegate something that is like your brand and your baby without like micromanaging it and not going to be like, just give it to me. I'll do it. Girl, listen, (laughs) I'm still working on that. Okay. That's actually a, a, an area that I need on because I am a huge, like type A personality. I want to know everything that's going on. And my team has had to tell me, Ashley, you have got to learn how to delegate. I have heard that so many times. Okay. Okay. The things that I have learned how to delegate are things having to do with like the house. You know, um, my housekeeper takes care of that. You know, I'm not about to listen. I don't know what to tell y'all. You might come (laughs) to my house and it might not be clean. I don't know what to tell you, you know, like, but it's not on me. (laughs) I, I, you know, you, you do, I do, I do clean, do the regular cleaning after I cook and things like that. But like, I delegate those tasks a lot because that's something that I know someone else can handle. It'll be done well. And that's one less thing on my plate. You know, so I have time instead of, you know, cleaning an entire kitchen, mopping the floor and all that. I have time to go play with my kids or do homework with my kids or, you know, do something for myself or whatever it may be, because I've delegated something so small and insignificant, you know, at the end of the day, who cares who swept the floor? It got swept. Exactly. And that made me think somebody was on my show a couple of weeks ago and they said something like, if somebody else can do something 80% as well as you can, it may not be a hundred, but 80% delegate it. That's not something you need to do. 
And mm-hmm. you can't worry about everything being perfect. But if they can, that's so cleaning. Like I wouldn't want somebody like posting on my Instagram because I'd be like, wait, hold on. Um, but cleaning, that's one thing that like somebody could do that as well. It's not that I need to do it. Like my husband doesn't know how to clean, like, but I could get someone that could clean. And then, right. like you said, then I have more time for my kids. I could focus more on my brand. Um, but then I get, I be honest, I like, I have the guilt that like, I need someone to come clean because I'm doing this and I wasn't doing this before. And it's kind of like, if I'm taking this on, I should be able to just business as usual. No, no, that's true. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Okay. You are in a different area and a different space in life. And you are yeah. now learning how to delegate those things that you don't necessarily want to do. And that is okay. It's okay to not want to do something and want someone else to do it. It's okay. Oh my God. It changed my life getting a housekeeper. Thank God, honey, she is going to be here until <laughs> she has to retire. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's a it probably like would help my marriage to have the housekeeper. Like we would be all, like, that was like, how do you make time for your husband when you're doing the brand and your, you, your kids are coming home from school, you got homework, you're, you work out like where I, I feel like I have lost, like I, there's no time for him. Like, I'd be like, what? Like there's no time I'm tired. I'm going to bed. And how do you make your marriage a priority? Honestly, that's something, first of all, every marriage is different. You know, every marriage is different. The needs of each person in every marriage is different, Mm -hmm. you know? So I feel like you have to find what works for your relationship, for your marriage. Don't base it off of what you think you see with other marriages or Mm -hmm. what works for other marriages because every individual is different. So imagine how different every marriage is, you know? Some some guys don't mind not, you know, you're, if the house isn't clean, if you don't cook um, or whatever, what have you. Some guys do mind. Some guys want dinner fresh every day. You know, some guys want the house to be meticulous. Some guys even cook and clean. You know, when I was growing up, my dad actually, both of my parents worked and my dad knew how to cook really well because my grandma cooked all the time and she taught him how to cook. So my dad would cook, you know, my dad would not clean as much as my mom, but he would do stuff sometimes. So, you know, I saw, and my mom taught my brother how to, it was just me and my younger brother. So my mom taught my brother how to do those things as well. So my brother was responsible for cleaning as well, just as much as I was. And that's why I now can instill that in my son. Like, no, you don't have someone who's just going to do this for you. You know, you may not have to, you may not be the the cleanest, neatest person, but you're going to learn the basics, you know? And um, honestly, I just feel like every situation is different. So you can't take what someone else says and automatically expect to be able to apply that to your life, you know? And I think that a lot of women, when you realize that, when you begin to say, you know what? that is them and that's their life and that's their relationship. This is me and my life and mine. Let me find out first what works for me because that that has to be it. What works for me? Okay, what works for you and what works for us? Yes. That, that's how you have to do that because you'll just be spinning your wheels, girl. <laughs> you know, you will just be spinning those I wheels. Am. I'm spinning. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about one more thing. Just like having in common that we were married to NFL players, your confidence just like radiates. Has that always been there? Absolutely like, not. Oh, oh my God. I thought you're gonna say absolutely. I was like, well, never mind. No. Okay. 
I struggled. I remember like you will be able to relate to this. Like I started dating my husband, like after his Pro Bowl season, it was like the prime of his career. And I felt like, I just remember like we'd be having like the best day or something. And then I knew the next day was game day. And I knew there was going to be so many beautiful women, how the hell they got into the players lot. I don't know, but they were always in there and I would be comparing and looking and always thinking that like, look at these beautiful women. Like I would doubt why we were together. And I had no confidence when he was playing and we were dating and my confidence just kind of came like a couple of years ago. And so I feel like he, when we started dating, it was like that personality. And now that I have found myself and found my confidence, it's kind of like, he almost is like, adjusting to my new found confidence and my new self-awareness and security in myself. Cause that was not there before. And I, again, I just assumed like you used to model, like, I just feel like you just always had it. So you coming into your own and having this brand and this confidence, I didn't think was like a new thing. Um, but how did, then how did you find that? Like when you feel like every time there's a game or something, like there's all these women around and like before you were married, I don't know if you guys were dating, like, how did you handle that? And like, remain confident and like him being with you and your, cause I didn't have that at all when he was playing. Right. Right. Um, honestly. Okay. So I will say this. I have, I have always confident and I'll take, because my mom and, and honestly my dad too, like always instilled that in me, like girl, you're so beautiful. You're so smart. You are everything. Like I got that growing up, you yeah. know? So like really, Honestly, I will say there are probably times when I was overconfident. Like That's amazing. You know? Yeah. Like excuse me, I am so fine. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> exactly. And, and matter of fact, you need to be worried about me because yes. you know yes. I love that. So, but being in this lifestyle is different because yeah. when you have um a man that i mean women will literally throw themselves at yeah. that man in front of yeah. you you know yes yes just to chip away at you whether yes. you even realize it or not like no matter how confident you are you have to be so firm in that confidence and so firm and self-aware self-awareness is so key because mm -hmm. if you are not aware of yourself and you're not aware of things like your triggers and your you know your your needs your desires and if honestly if you don't fully like know yourself and and one thing i found is when you're not fulfilled within yourself, that yep. also chips away at your self-confidence. You know, when you begin to put yourself first and show up for yourself. And I say this like from a point of like really knowing and understanding there. I feel like I was super, super confident, you know, then I got in this world and dealt with all the things that come along with this world, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then you start having kids yeah. Your body changes. You don't look the same way you did before those children. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have the same energy level. You don't have time to even get dressed like you did before. You know, all of those things <laughs> begin to change. And so that is why, like, now, honestly, I get up and get dressed. Like, if I'm really not feeling good, if I'm not feeling it, 
I will get up and get, I don't have, listen, I don't have anywhere important to go. Okay. I don't have, I'm going to um, grocery shop, going to get, look, I broke my nail. So I might try to go get my nail fixed if I have time. Pep rally. You're going to be looking fly at the pep rally. (laughs) Listen, and period for me. And that's it. So that I can look at myself and say, girl, you look good today. Okay. (laughs) You know, and those are things that I had to learn. You have to do, because if you don't like, you have got to pour into yourself, period. Like, for instance, I do not like eating healthy. I am probably one of the most unhealthy eaters. Yeah. You, it tastes good. I want it, you know? <laughs> like, but one thing I had to learn was I can't necessarily do that. I can't eat ice cream, even though I love it, because it causes me to break out. I can't drink coffee, even though I love it. I can't, you know, eat these things and expect certain results, you know? So I have to make some personal changes in order to be my best self. And then when I make those personal changes and I begin to feel like my best self on the inside, my best self begins to show up on the outside. Yeah. So no matter... I can be going through the most pressing situation, you know, and there have been times where, I mean, there have been times where I suffered from depression and I didn't feel like getting out there and and no one ever knew. No one ever knew because on the outside, oh, this is Ashley and she's, you know, this and she's that. And because I I got good at wearing a mask, I could put the mask on and I could take it off, you know, and becoming more self-aware was game changing and saying, you know what? Mm, This is, this is not it. You know? Yeah. I have everything from the outside looking in, but I'm not happy. I'm not fulfilled. I'm, I don't, I don't even love myself how I should, you know? So how can I begin to love anyone else? How I should love them. Exactly. If something's off with you, you can't, it doesn't matter what, great things are happening in your life. Cause that thing is off for me. That was my weight. And mm-hmm. I was 20 pounds heavier and I was working out every day and I was so frustrated. And that was just looming over me. And admittedly, I feel my best when I'm in my best body. So yeah. like the makeup does for you. Like if I get in a workout and I feel good, like in my clothes, n- nothing's bringing me down today. <laughs> like, right. I feel good and in shape. And I had struggled with eating disorders and I know that I'm not, I never got help. I just, I stopped doing it like 14 years ago. And I wrote a book like I'm healed. This is how you do it. And then I had an eating disorder uh, foundation person on and she was like, you like your book is great. And I think your intention is great, but she's like, you're not healed. Like you're not there mentally yet because everything for you is still about a physical ideal. You saying like you feel your best in your physical body. And I will keep saying it because I, and maybe I'm not healed, but I'm just being truthful. I was not happy when I was heavier and I was working out every day. So she said, because it's still about a physical ideal, I have a ways to go mentally because that's how I feel good about myself. And it, I should feel good about myself at any weight. But mm-hmm. that's what was bringing me down before. When you say like something is bothering you, you can't be your best like self. To, I mean, you can't be the best mom, the best spouse to anybody else. Cause it's that thing. Right. And I was wondering, did you ever go to therapy? Like, did you ever talk to somebody? Absolutely. And I think therapy is so important. I think, I think so many people, first of all, it needs to be destigmatized, like therapy, you're crazy. No, No. I feel like almost everyone needs therapy. Almost everyone has some things that they need to work through, whatever those things are. And just to have someone who is, 
you know, neutral, yeah. who is not on anyone's side. They're not even on your side. No. They're simply there to listen and give input and to allow yourself to be seen from different lens. Yes. And that reflection that comes back to you, you might think about things a little differently when yes. you hear it from someone who does not have a, a, a dog in the fight. So yeah. You know, like they don't have anything to lose or gain by telling you about yourself, Yeah, you know, and, and sometimes that's so necessary to hear because there's a lot of things that you don't even want to admit to yourself a lot of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, I just found therapy at 39. I started going for my anxiety. Cause I was like, I can't slow down. I can't, I wake up in the middle of the night thinking about my stupid list. Like, and she's yeah. like, you need to like calm down a little bit and full disclosure. I also am on medication for it. Like I'm, I can't like level out and we never did couples therapy, but I have learned so much through my therapy just by myself about our relationship and how to like navigate that because my husband is very like reactive to me. Cause I'm very like, ah, like all the time. And he's like very reserved. He's in my therapist was like, I say, he's always mad. Like he always seems like, what? like looking at me and I'm like, what? And she's like, you're 150 miles an hour all the time. That's your baseline. So she's like that to somebody who's a little bit more quiet and reserved can come off as almost like aggressive. So when you Mm -hmm. say something and he looks at you like, and I'm like, what? Like, like I wouldn't start a fight. Like, why are you mad? She's like, he's not mad. Like you're just a lot for him to process because so now I'm aware of that. Like, he's not mad. I'm just being too eh, right now. Like, and like, I, we completely like, communicate differently. Cause she was just like, it's not, he's not mad. Like you're not, it's just your personality is 150 miles an hour. He's at like 25. So when he reacts like that, it's just like a natural reaction to you. Cause you're so like on and loud all the time. And I was like, ah, and it wasn't even couples yeah. therapy, but it changed the yeah. way that we like interact and it helped. It totally changes how you view things and it changes like your perspective mm-hmm. because you see someone else's point of view and you know that they're coming from a truthful place because yeah. they don't have a dog in the fight. Like you said, they're not trying to yeah. get anything out of it. Right. And so yeah. it's just like, you know what? Um, maybe you're right. <laughs> maybe I need to look at myself a little more close, yes. you know, it's and the honestly therapy, I feel like was game changing for me, you know? Um, and I, I honestly, if I, you know, had stayed in therapy or, or did more or gotten therapy sooner mm-hmm. that I would be further along in yeah. life, you know? Yes. And so I feel like it's something that, that a tool that is greatly underutilized by people. And I think that, if every, I mean, of course, not everyone's issues are bad enough or, or not everyone feels like, okay, I need therapy. I'm, I'm not there to a point where I need therapy, but I feel like it's almost like a tuning up of your mind and your spirit, you know, and why not try to learn yourself better, try to learn more about your personality, try to learn more about those around you. It's just another way of filling up your cup. Exactly. Thank you so much for listening to the Squats and Margaritas podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of Squats and Margaritas.
To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.